Good day everybody, Taskmaster4450 here. Putting together another video for everyone. And what I want to talk about today is a recent image that I saw, a recent chart. And it talked about the market cap. It showed, it didn't talk, it showed the market cap of different companies. And it was very insightful. And I think it really is something that is telling for Web3. Of the companies on there, And we're talking digital platform companies. Meta had the lowest market cap. It was outpaced by Apple. It was outpaced by Amazon. It was outpaced by Google. But Meta, even as the lowest market cap, was worth more. Meta was worth more than all the publicly traded media companies combined. You're talking Universal, you're talking Columbia, uh, Disney, you're talking, well, MGM no longer is, they're owned by Amazon, uh, Time Warner. All these other companies, Netflix was also included in there. All these other companies do not amount to what Meta is, let alone Google, let alone Amazon, and certainly let alone Apple. And Apple, I mean, Apple gets problematic, but I don't think you can deny that they are certainly a platform company. And so why do I bring this up? Because this shows you the value of these properties. It shows you the value of this type of system. As I've said all along, what platforms excel at is capturing incremental gains in value. Incremental gains in value and spreads them to the entire customer base. To the entire user base. And this is what platforms do. This is not what Disney does. This is not what Universal does. This isn't really what Netflix does. You could say to a degree, and Netflix is certainly a digital platform, and you could say to a degree that the more the users engage with the app, the better the recommend engine gets, the recommend algorithm, the better the feedback, so your voting and things of that nature. So there is a degree 
of that of that network effect. It's kind of similar to the network effect, although on a much larger scale, that Google search has. The more people who do searches, the better the search gets. And so Google keeps its spot as the market leader simply because it has more searches. And this is something that I think we have to really pay attention to with Web3. Because the idea of Web3 is to build up digital platforms. Build digital platforms on top of networks, blockchain networks, that provide or, or remove the friction that comes with the server client architecture. And by moving that friction, we allow the data to be uniform and consistent across all applications tied to that network because they're all tapping into basically an open database, a public database. Anybody can go in and set up their own APIs. Anybody can pull the data. You know, if you have technical capabilities, naturally, but there's nothing prohibiting you from doing that. The same is not true with Facebook or Twitter or Google. They're not giving you that information. And so when we start to look at the value of these networks and the ability for this information to flow freely, what happens with news? What happens with entertainment, music, video? What happens with information, with commerce, with reviews, with feedback? And ultimately, what happens with digital identities? And how does all of this come into play? Well, from my perspective, when you're looking at traditional companies versus digital platforms, I think the history is clear. From a valuation standpoint, there is no comparison. And a case could actually be made. I don't know how much of a stretch it would be, but we could look at something like Microsoft as a digital platform. Now, I don't think it, in my opinion, exactly matches up. But it matches up a hell of a lot better than Saudi Aramco. 
But the point being, if digital platforms are so valuable, why aren't we building them in Web3? Because this is what's missing, quite frankly. And people look at digital platforms and there's no services on Web3 digital platforms. We built some, but there's no services. There's very little information. So how do you have frictionless flow of information if you don't have information? That's the problem. But it's an easy situation to fix. Just create the information. But what happens once that information is created? It is worth a hell of a lot more. Why? Because it can flow, easy for me to say, flow freely to any application. Think of that. Any application can tap into this information. Which means the network effects will be exponentially larger. And I presume the value will be exponentially larger. So how does that work? Well, we have our silos right now with the Internet. You have Google. You have Amazon. You have X. You have the Facebook family. For on the commerce side or on the commerce payment side, you have PayPal. Music, you have Spotify and Pandora. You have Netflix, of course. These are all different digital platforms focusing on different things. And they each have their own network effects. In fact, they have many different network effects. You have X with what most people commonly think of network effects, social media network effects. My friends are there, so I'm there because my friends are there. Then you have the network effects that uh, I just mentioned with Google search. Doesn't matter if your friends are, use Google search or not, but the fact that a billion or whatever people use Google search means Google search gets better and better the more people use it. And certainly Netflix, Spotify, uh, they all have that, as does Facebook and X. They all YouTube, they all keep feeding their their algorithms and their recommend models and all that other good stuff. But they're all separate. So whatever network effects Facebook has, that does not impact Google whatsoever. Does not impact Twitter whatsoever. Doesn't impact any of them other than Facebook and the Facebook family. And that's a major issue because it's a limiting issue. And again, this comes from the architecture, in my opinion, the, the, the client server architecture. All Facebook's data is on Facebook servers. X, Google, 
Amazon does not have access to that. I mean, unless they want to scrape Facebook. But, you know, you start doing that, they'll shut you down. And this is the siloed system. But this is what Web3 can take on. This is what Web3 can go out and obliterate. Why? Because it doesn't have those issues. It doesn't have to deal with the client-server structure. It has the public blockchain. And this is something I don't think people realize. I saw uh, somebody posted a tweet about somebody. I don't even know who the hell it is. Maybe some Web2 person or some major influencer or whatever. Talking about Web3 hype. You talk the usual nonsense, but it's nonsense. It doesn't go to the very basic essence of what's taking place. And to me, that's the opportunity. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll catch you next time.